0: Hey guys, we are running a special promotion for April because April is for fools and we're celebrating. (laughs) That's what we are. (laughs) So. We really want to get the word out about our podcast. So if we are doing a review trade off for April to get our name out there um, and just generally get to know our listeners, uh, who you are and what you like about us. Mm-hmm. So if you could write us a review and subscribe, then you just have to let us know that you did. Email us at twbdpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And here are some of the things you will get in return. Ooh, Ooh. Cute, sexy music. Come on, come on, come on, come on.
1: we will write you a short theme song and we'll sing it on the podcast and put your name in it yeah (laughs) Uh,
0: we will write you a fanfic for your favorite Twin Peaks characters or favorite scene or favorite episode and like we already have juicy ideas for that oh they're gonna be sexy so (laughs) (laughs) you've Uh, no problem with that uh,
1: for our next fancy cocktail on our mothership podcast there will be drinking you can name it you can be (laughs) like I want you to name it uh, Splashy McBeau Pants (laughs)
0: yeah we be damned about what it's about (laughs) you just
1: name it you just tell us what it is Uh, we will
0: record an outgoing message for your phone or just for you to listen to when you go to sleep at night
1: just like a hey "Hey, baby baby, we love you you, personal you did great today yeah Um, (laughs) if you have a blog or web series or an Etsy page or a Kickstarter or an event or anything that you want to promote we are happy to plug it on the show share it on our Facebook that
0: especially includes podcast Mm -hmm. uh if you're a podcast please get in touch with us we'll be happy to share some share some love so yeah please rate and subscribe to there will be drinking and there will be drinking recaps twin peaks lots of great stuff coming up uh and we look forward to hearing from you
1: okay guys special
0: announcement guess what we're having our first live show in Brooklyn. What? what? It is on May twenty-second for the premiere of our of the new Twin Peaks relaunch for on Showtime. Uh, we're going to be recapping it live as we do.
1: Uh, we'll be at Three's Brewing, which is this awesome brewery restaurant area uh, in Gowanus, Brooklyn. Um, there's limited seating for the event, so make sure you RSVP and let us know you're coming. We're screening the episode at 6:30, so if you can't watch it on Showtime, you can show up early and watch it with us. Uh, and the live show and recording starts at 8:30. Well, we'll be drinking, and I think you guys should come and join us and watch us do all the juicy stuff
0: we do behind the scenes, in front of you, and live. <laughs> In live action form. In addition to drinking, we'll probably be dressed as Twin Peaks characters. Mm-hmm. We will be
1: taking some photos, passing out swag. Yeah, and if you need to catch up on your Twin Peaks, you can always just listen to our There Will Be Drinking recaps Twin Peaks, and you'll hear all of the details. Yeah, you won't. Miss uh, it. And just look us up on Facebook. All the info and the event invite will be there. Love you guys. Thank you. See we you hope there. to see you there. Pie up your lives. Bye. <gasps> Laura's dead. Diana, I am holding in my hand a small box of chocolate buns. Alright, let's um let's get this let's get this, get thing this party started. Are you sure you wanna Are you sure?
0: Can you can you fire walk with me? Meredith? Yes.
1: This is it.
0: This is the end. This is the
1: end of the road.
0: I was th- I was
1: thinking the doors. Camp. Oh, what's that one? What's the doors? <laughs> this
0: is the end,
1: my only friend. I don't the know end. that one. I only know Boys to Men. Hey, girl, why are you running away and going off to the Black Lodge like that?
0: Because uh, you know Donna. I'm gonna miss you here. Excuse me, because I'm Donna and I do what I want.
1: Girl, I love that you're independent and you think for yourself, but. I'm here for you, baby, and I'm calling all the time. All the time? All the time, leaving voicemails, because it's I the
0: ha- 90s. So you're telling me I have to be waiting for you by the telephone, I just waiting for your phone calls?
1: I'm telling you, I'm calling you night and day. It's just whenever you're around the telephone, it's going because I have a you. life,
0: guy. You should pick it up. I have a life, man. Don't make me come over. I'm Donna. I clearly have things to do. I don't wait for no man.
1: Alright, Donna, I guess I guess we really have come to the end of the road. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the motorcycle road.
1: Oh. So hey guys. In case you didn't know. You guys, we're at the end. We're at the end. We're also, in case you're wondering who we are. We're there we'll be drinking where recaps- be drinking recaps, Twin Peaks. <laughs> you go I'm ahead. gonna do that again. You do it again.
0: Hello. And welcome to There Will Be Drinking Recaps, Twin Peaks. You guys, this is this is the end, guys. It's season two, episode 22, Beyond Life and Death. Mm-hmm. And if this is what Beyond Life and Death looks like, I'll pass. Yeah, me too. I'm out. I really, really... La Lo- i would not pass on this episode though it was no good amazing. episode it was amazing Fun episode but i would pass Weird on this episode. version of beyond life and death mm,
1: there's some things i really liked about it
0: oh i loved it i really loved this episode not
1: this episode i mean the beyond part there oh, were some things i could get on board with but it we'll was get there
0: intriguing we'll to get say the least. there all right guys um we're your hosts. I don't remember if we said that part. I'm Myrda. I'm Kate. Um, and uh we're just hanging out, finishing this episode. We're and done with season two. No Mask. What are, what in this journey, Kaylin, this is our last episode of the proper series. Of the, Ridge. Of the OG series. Sure. Okay. We're gonna sure. get to the movie, but we're we how do you what are some of your favorite moments? What are some things <sighs> you think back on and you're just
1: Ooh. Mm, You're just like I really loved uh Pirate Lady whenever she would just throw a dude down. Yes. That I was into that. Um I um God, there's so many things. I know. Mm, I loved I loved a good a good Josie mumble. Oh yeah. A good um uh I loved Anything that had to do with Catherine in that silly costume <laughs> when she was a Ms. Japanese Tojima. man. <laughs> um, um, I have to, you know, I have to think back to the first season. I've been, I feel like it's been such a long time. I know, isn't it crazy? Since we were even in the first season, um, and when I think all the way back to then um all i can think about is the threesome song between James uh, and Maddie That's actually the second season Donna. Oh god damn it <laughs> I've been so deluded Well the first episode's only 8 episodes The first, first season sorry only episode Yeah um I'm sure i can remember something from the first so season So i feel like the fu- Oh the funeral
0: Oh the With, funeral With when Bobby great. freaks out Yeah that was a good Funeral's one Funerals are great day.
1: Okay what about you what are some of your fave moments
0: I really loved the journey you and I went through when uh James was living in the the creepy sex house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. So
0: I will remember those episodes forever. Mm. Uh I will Mm -hmm. I also um really love the love. That and relationship that was built here between two men and Cooper, they are oh, hashtag relationship goals for forever.
1: They they could never be apart. I fucking love Love them. nothing can tear them apart.
0: <laughs> I I would maybe say this. What happens in this episode? Could
1: no, it won't last. Their love will, will, will conquer. Their love will conquer it, it for sure.
0: <laughs> Their love conquers all boundaries. Love
1: conquers all, in, in this case, especially. Um, I also,
0: I really loved uh, my my the evolution of my love for Donna.
1: Mhm-hmm mm-hmm, you know
0: she really she really started at the bottom
1: Do- Donna we suspected bottom her and she we cared. suspected
0: we suspected her of killing Laura almost from the beginning, right, which was ridiculous, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, yes, yeah, but we really hated Donna.
1: We didn't like her for the first season. And, and something she, happened. Something triggered something. Magical and she became happened. badass
0: and I love her.
1: Donna. Oh yeah.
0: I also really love that this show solidified my my love for diners and pie and coffee.
1: Yeah, I mean, why aren't we having pie right now? It's my kind <laughs> <I know. laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's kind of a perpetual life thing for me. I'm always <laughs> wondering why I'm not having pie.
0: Um, but I think, you know, I'm excited for... For the reboot? Yeah, I'm really stoked on it now. You know
1: what might have been my favorite thing of all? What? Getting together with you every week and... Drinking these Laura Palmers.
0: I I really love it too. Having I a like, ritual. I really do like looking forward to doing this. And when we yeah. when we're done, I'm gonna be really sad.
1: Oh my god. Well we can't because it's coming back. So we're gonna I know have to that, watch that. But,
0: but once that's over.
1: Oh yeah, like the season Like finale. what are we gonna do? <laughs> <sighs> what are we gonna do with our lives? Existential Meredith? question.
0: We have to recap something else.
1: I mean should we just keep recapping things into oblivion? I think so. <laughs> All right. That is our destiny. That is our destiny. Um, cheers to our cheers. destiny of recapping until beyond life this and is death. Our,
0: this is our beyond life and death. Yes.
1: Can't wait, I didn't hear a good clink.
0: Yeah. Sorry about that. Um
1: <gasps> Anyway, talk about what is in our. our, Uh, our Well, as always, we're drinking
0: our Laura Palmer, which is uh, tea infused bourbon and some lemon juice. Yeah. And or lemonade or whatever whatever suits you. And you drink it and enjoy it. And you love it. And you
1: love it. And you drink it every week like we do.
0: And you. You you can't live without
1: it. You can't literally.
0: <laughs> like, I wake
1: up and I'm like, I need Laura Palmer. Uh,
0: yeah, you think I'm drinking coffee? It's actually no, just it's a Laura.
1: It's literally I'm just drinking. It's actually bourbon. just a
0: squirt of lemon juice.
1: <laughs> I've gotten fired from a number of jobs because of what we've the amount that we've been drinking Laura Palmers. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sorry about that.
0: Well, um. Should we should we get should should we talk
1: about this thing? Should we talk about the final episode? Should we get
0: a, should we should we not make should we make haste?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um I just want to warn you about this first half that I am in charge of recapping. There's going to be a lot of oh girl. <laughs> 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 just
0: a lot of feeling. That's a great. That's a great uh it's like Um, Oh, girl. Oh, girl warnings. Okay. Oh, girl warnings. Meltable.
1: There's going to be a lot of sympathy for what women are going through in my version of the in my half of the recap.
0: I think that's fair. Okay.
1: (laughs) Let's start with Andy and Lucy, who are literally cheek to cheek. And not even in, in like that cute Frank Sinatra way. It's like they're cheek to cheek. <laughs> and they're dealing with the like post-traumatic stress of how Miss Twin Peaks went down. And uh, Lucy is like, the lights went out, the lights went out. And I thought to myself, what good are hand signals now? Which made me laugh. And then she was like, what about the baby? <laughs> yeah, because she's she's totally right. Like you have hand signals, but it's dark out. Yeah, no, it's true. What are you going to do? Nothing um now you know what it feels like to be blind loose yeah um and then she was like what about the baby what about if we get stuck in an elevator on the way to the hospital and i have to have the baby right there and andy's like i'd help you i'd help you have that baby right there in the elevator in front of god and everybody and i was like andy you're a hero I love you, Andy. And guess what? So Lucy loves Andy too, and he I loves guess. Lucy. And that was a really cute opening, considering the kind of pain and turmoil we're about to go through. Oh, yeah, yeah, girl, yeah, girl, <laughs> mm, girl, mm. <laughs> mm, girl. Um, Dale is uh, obviously back at the sheriff station after the Miss Twin Peaks tobacco, and he looks fucking yeah
0: no this but this still not quite angry but he looks like the angriest he's ever been
1: he's very focused yeah he's like he's gonna somebody's going down
0: yeah no he's gonna make some
1: choices and uh and Truman comes barging in and is like we've been looking everywhere and Earl seems to have completely disappeared and I'm like yes Truman we knew that already when you were like I'm going to scour the state for him. We were like no you're not. You go for it. You're not going to find Enjoy. him. Enjoy.
0: Also, I just love it when Truman gets mad.
1: Yeah, cuz it's cuz it's not he's not a good actor.
0: <laughs> I love it so much. I love
1: you. That's, that's our core Truman. I love you. He's like god damn it. I'm we're going to so get, get him. him. <laughs> 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 we're going to get him Truman. We're going to get him Cooper. We're going to get <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> he's just and taking Cooper's a shit like, the whole time. Cooper's like, hang on, I gotta look at the map. And then he starts saying to himself, firewalk with me, firewalk with me. And then Pete, good old Pete, barges in like he's got the
0: most important thing to talk about. And he goes, So no one was kidnapped. <laughs> Grand
1: Theft Auto.
0: Ooh, that was a great Pete voice. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> um, he's like, the log lady took my car and drove away. And we know that wasn't log lady because she wouldn't do that. Come on, Pete. And Dale's like, Cooper's like, Pete, just chill the fuck out. And then he's thinking, and he's thinking, firewalk with me. Ghostwood Forest. And he looks at Truman, and Truman's like, Ghostwood Forest. Like, again, their love has like telepically, telepathically. Telepathically Thank you I needed that <laughs> Has reached across And they understand And then Pete's like There were 12 rainbow trouts In that bed you guys I want my, my fish back And Cooper's like and then somebody says Glastonbury. Well, the, I, I wrote
0: I wrote this down too. Yeah, it okay. was like it was, it was like, very confusing. He has a an epiphany when when he said when he when Pete says that the right. log lady stole it, and then he just like seems to like suddenly know exactly what happened. Right. Like he knows
1: everything. Right. And so he says something about the legendary burial place of King Arthur, Glastonbury. And Pete's like. What are you even talking about? That is in Britain. You are being ridiculous. And Cooper's yes. like, I figured it out. Yes. Um, anyway, and then Log Lady comes in, she busts in and she's carrying something. And at first I thought she was carrying like a pine of Guinness. And I was like, go log lady. She's like the
0: end of the world as we know it now. Right.
1: But no, she brought in oil. What kind of oil is that, log lady? Is that coconut oil? Is that is that bearings oil? No, 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 no. It's scorched engine oil.
0: Whatever that means.
1: Apparently, her husband brought it back just before she died, and he said, this oil is an opening to a gateway. And then, fucking, Cooper shows it to Truman, and Truman's like, Jacoby? Yeah, I don't know what? what that meant. What did that mean? Well,
0: he also said Renette. They, they said right. to get Renette. well, and then
1: they brought Renette in, who... Is looking good She does look she good She got a haircut Yeah She got a cute little jacket Turtleneck yeah. thing going on She looks good And I'm like Oh girl Life has been hard for you girl Yeah <laughs> Good for you Good for you looking good In that hot ass turtleneck She does look good You look like you. She pulled-
0: looked like a Like a normal ass
1: teenager Girl you got your life together She did I'm proud of you girl She did Um, Anyway And he's like Do you recognize this The smell and she's like, oh, yeah, it was from the night Laura Palmer got killed. But it's okay. Hawk has got you, girl. Yeah, well, also. He's uh, going <laughs> to hold you in his arms and make it all better. <laughs> well,
0: Hawk also says, too, when Cooper's having the, the, the epiphany, that, that Glastonbury uh, Grove is where the he found the bloody towel in the right, diary pages. Right, 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 and right. They, that's near where they near saw where Renette. Near where they saw Renette,
1: yeah. So, so it's all, all tied together. All the puzzle pieces are coming together, yes. right? Um, and then so evil lives there for reals. And then we find guess what? We find at Glastonbury Grove, we find Wyndham Earl inside of Pete's stolen truck. And he goes, Look back there, there's 12 rainbow trout. And Annie's like, Dude, just if you're gonna kill me, like, can you kill me <laughs> now? Can you get rid of me? Because I can't. And he's like, Not yet. I like the fear I'm feeling. And Annie's like, Annie's like, I'm just going to start praying because I used to be a nun. Yeah. I'm like, Oh girl, keep calm. Just keep calm girl.
0: How can you? I would be freaking out.
1: Yeah, but she's got it. She's like, she's like, not today, Satan. Fair enough. Not today. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I know. But do you think that this is the same kind of God? (laughs) Who knows?
1: I mean, who knows? Are they all friends? Who knows? They all hang out. I don't know. And then work function, I don't know. happy hour. I don't know. She knows more than I do about <laughs> God, so if she starts praying, I feel like it's the appropriate time. All right, fair enough. Fine, fine. I, ch- I, I agree. Use the weapons that you have, you know. And her weapons as none are her big old bushy forest that we talked about a couple episodes ago, and prayer. Ooh, girl. Ooh, girl. Anyway, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you and I have an appointment at the end of the world. And did you notice in this scene that Wyndham Earl has suddenly become a mouth breather?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole episode. Yeah. It's like he, or, or like he, he has become like officially like a rabbit dog or right, some kind. right. He right, just right, right. can't breathe.
1: And then he's like, they have not died. Their hands clasp yours and mine. And then he's basically like, let's get in this hole. Because there's a hole in the middle of the woods, guys. Right. And that's apparently the opening. And and surrounded by sycamore trees. And surrounded by sycamore trees. And so they go up to the hole and they walk around it. And guess what happens? What? The red curtains show up. You know, like in the dreams? Yep. Yep. Exactly like the dreams. And then... And then... We're fancy jazz snapping. But where (laughs) are we fancy jazz snapping? But at Ed and Nadine's house. And who's fancy jazz snapping? Ed is. Because... Now, Mike and Nadine are getting fixed up from getting pounded wow. at the Miss Twin Peaks thing. Oh, that's Remember what it was. Remember, the stuff fell on their heads. Got
0: it. Okay, yeah, um, that's the right. Stuff the fell sandbags. On their heads. The exactly. sandbags, yeah.
1: But Ed and Norma, Ed doing his fancy jazz snapping, is basically about to fuck Norma in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He looks like... <sighs> But you and me have a date with the end of the world. We are about to fuck. And Mike is like, Mike is like, Nadine, we just went through something traumatic and I just want to let you know that I love you. And Nadine looks like she didn't know what the fuck is oh, going yeah, on. Because she got hit in the head. And in all movies, in it's every true. movie it's, you've ever seen. This really did bother me that it was such a trope know, too. you know, in all movies, that if somebody gets hit in the head and loses their memory, that all you have to do to cure them is hit them in the head again. <laughs> Everybody knows this. So, obviously, Nadine is cured. Anyway, and she's like, I'm an old lady again. And I'm like, you know she's what? Like, Get- Get all these people out of my house. I'm I'm like, you know what, Pirate Lady, we missed you. Yeah. And then she's like, where are my drape runners? And I was like, I fucking forgot about those, Nadine. Thank you for reminding me about the drape runners. And then she's like, I'm 35 years old. And I was like, I've been calling her 42 for the last like 10 episodes. I want to (laughs) apologize to Nadine, Uh, Pirate Lady. Dear Pirate Lady. For many episodes, I mistakenly thought your age was 42. This might be because I'm under 30, and I'm not really sure what people look like when they get to be above 30. Um, (laughs) I will work on this. Sincerely yours, Kate, of There Will Be Drinking, Recaps Twin Peaks.
0: Also, we generally, I think as a population, have gotten hotter, sure as we've gotten older we're
1: getting hot
0: yeah <laughs> we're all getting soups hot
1: um anyway.
0: like i'm gonna be hotter than nadine at 35 for sure
1: yeah you are you totally are <laughs> um but anyway you are too yeah no i know <laughs> i'm sure? not worried i'm not worried it got pirate lady like i'm blowing past her <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so uh mike stands up and he goes Ed, I'm sorry. I think I let things get a little out of hand, and I wanted Mike to be upset because, like, the love of his life, I guess, doesn't want to be with him anymore. Like, he's not getting any more dick swinging. You know what I mean? I and know By what you dick mean. swinging, I mean. His dick's getting clamped on and he's being swung around. Right. You got me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got you, girl. I wanted to go. But, but I want to give an old girl for Nadine. Oh, yeah. old girl. Oh, girl. That's got to be tough. It's got to be real tough. What? And also an old girl for Norma. Yeah. Oh, I girl. Know. You thought I things know. were going to be good. Now they're all a mess again. I know. Oh. Anyway. I know. Now for the ultimate O-Girl. Oh I sh- <laughs> Yes. We're at the Hayward house. And Mrs. Hayward and Ben Horn are getting ready to confront Donna. All right. And not just any Donna, not normal, like, sunglass-wearing, cigarette-smoking, suspicious Donna. Donna, this is like storming into the room, rearing for a fight, earrings off, brass knuckles on Donna. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Donna did not come to play. She's like, get out of my way. Who are you? You're not even my parents, or I don't know if you're my parents. Maybe you're not. All I know to be true is that I'm Donna. (laughs) That was perfect And (laughs) and they're like Listen we gotta talk to you And she's like no And then Doc Hayward comes in Doc Hayward also not happy Very frustrated with everything that's been going down He's like you, Ben. Fuck you, Ben Horn. (laughs) Why are you doing this? And Ben Horn's like, listen, can you forgive me? I've been trying to be good. I just didn't want to live a lie anymore. Like, I know I've done something terrible to you. And then Sylvia Horn, his wife, comes in. I know.
0: Which I'm like, have I I ever
1: seen this woman? I think she was someone else (laughs) in season one. I literally think it was a different actress. (gasps) Sylvia Horn comes in and is also mad. And he's like, I thought I had told you to stay home. I was like, what? Ben? (laughs) <laughs> you don't tell that woman. Where, oh, girl, you better be mad. Oh, girl, but don't I'll, you let a man tell you to stay home.
0: But did she, did she know where he was going or did she follow him? I don't, I know. don't know. That's the only doesn't matter. It doesn't Meredith, matter. It's all, all Horn is Never going to be answered.
1: Um, and anyway, and then Donna does this thing. That I really would like to record oh and get God. on the loop. Yeah, we go. She's like, she hugs Ben Hay or Doc Hayward, and is like, you're my daddy, you're my daddy, you're my daddy, daddy, daddy. And I really want to like do that on a loop. Yeah, I... Because it was weird. It was really weird. But satisfying.
0: It was weird, but I can see how that would happen
1: actually in real life. Yeah, it was still weird, though. It was totally weird. So, Because she's kind of a grown lady. Yes. Well, she bangs people, you know?
0: Next thing that happens, though, in this scene is... Next
1: thing, though, is that Doc Hayward's like, no more of this nonsense. And he just, like, punches Ben in the face. And then Ben Horn smashes his head on the fucking fireplace. And his, his face is all busted. And I'm like, he... This is crazy. And then Doc Hayward starts like shaking, and I'm like, Doc Hayward is totally bobbing out right now. I
0: I kind of think he's dead.
1: Uh, ben, yeah. I think he is too.
0: I kind of think he's dead. I think he killed him. I think him. that's why Doc Hayward started freaking, freaking out, out because he would know if he was alive or I not. Agree. I agree. I agree.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: like he's a doctor, at least would be able to tell if he's alive and like should whether he should I, like I rush and help right. him. I don't know. It was like. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I think Ben hart is dead, 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 dead. That was like a really crazy, random. I mean, you know what? He had cool. it coming. He had it coming, he but did. it was totally random. Person to be killing him. It was just, I mean, in the they've been building the story up, so I get that. But at the same time, in the history of the whole series, like that's the part. Like it's it's a it's like a family in dispute that kills him, not some. Thug gangster and from the Twin Peaks Uh, area,
1: yeah, like it's just weird. I was there's so many weird things. We can't like start tallying up the weird things. Oh, I no, I agree. You know, no, no, no.
0: I really like this like poetic justice. I just think it's interesting.
1: uh it would have been better if Doc Hayward had yelled, "Who's your daddy?" (laughs) (laughs) when he punched yes that would have been made it perfect that would have been yeah the you're right about ultimate that. ending of mr horny yeah. horn horn hey also yeah hey, dad, uh, dad hey, hey dad, daddy dad, he horny hey dad remember
0: yeah. when i gave you a boner oh god stop audrey hey dad
1: yeah what remember when i gave you a boner um, um i have <sighs>
0: I have to go get a new daughter real quick.
1: Hey Dad, remember when we found I, out I'm going
0: to get a new daughter real quick. I, I Hey can't Dad,
1: remember when we found around out- this anymore. Remember when we found out that your your new daughter was one of my high school friends? Yeah. And that m- me, your daughter, and her also your daughter, our best friend, you were banging. Remember that?
0: Um I s I gotta go work on the new daughter. Hey Dad. Like, I, I really gotta hey Dad. go. It's really it's now getting like hey kind Dad. of annoying. Okay. What last time? What do you what do you, what, Audrey?
1: Remember when I gave you a bowler <laughs> Okay. All right. Now we're at uh, the Packard house and it's the middle of the night and Andrew is in his pajamas. <laughs> in his old man pajamas that all old men have. It's like powder blue matching button up pajamas. Listen, I didn't want this. Why didn't he have a smoking jacket with tassels?
0: <laughs> I didn't want any scenes with Andrew or Catherine really or Pete in this episode, but I'm actually kind of glad. I'm also glad. This was included. But
1: anyway, so he gets, you remember how we put the safety deposit box? Oh, key remember. from Josie and in the cake, cake thing? Yes, a cake Well, plate. he knows that it's a safety deposit key and switches it out with another one in the middle of the night. And then Pete walks Pete walks in and Pete is pissed off because he lost all of his fish. And he's like, not feeling it at all. He's like, I want my fish back. And
0: he yeah. walks in and he's
1: like, hey, Andrew, what are you doing? Probably something shady.
0: Yeah, well, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's like, right. hey, I know you just switched that key.
1: Well, guess what? Take me with you. Now we're at Glastonbury Grove and Cooper... And Truman have rolled up on Pete's abandoned chuck full of all the fish that we know was stolen by Wyndham Earl.
0: I love that you have to keep mentioning the
1: fish. Uh, well, the fish were important. They were important to Pete and they're important to me. Okay? Do you know how hard it is to catch rainbow trout? You gotta I go fly fishing. Do you know how hard it is to fly fish? It's the most annoying kind of fishing and all fishing is terrible. Have
0: you ever flown, flown fish? Yes, I fly
1: fished. <laughs> I have gone fly fishing. I've done all the fishings, and that one is the worst.
0: <laughs> that sounds great to me, actually. Though. It's all terrible. <laughs> Any
1: kind of fishing is awful. That's true. I do not suggest it. i more accurate However, <laughs> when you've gone through the pain of doing terrible things like fishing to catch prize rainbow trout, and then someone steals your goddamn truck, I get it. Ooh, girl. I feel your pain, Pete. I do. Ooh, Ooh girl. girl. Ooh, girl. <laughs> Ooh, girl. Anyway, Harry and Truman start wandering off into the woods. And uh, and then Truman turns around and he's like, Harry, I have to go alone. And Truman's like, no, in his mind. But he doesn't say anything out loud. Right. Be- but I mean, this is like the Titanic all over again. Yeah. When Jack is like, never let go, Rose. Yeah. Or ja- Or never let go, Jack. I don't know what the line is.
0: Yeah, I I
1: felt like that. But I had a very, like, intense reaction when I saw this. I was like, no, you can't leave him alone. You can't separate. Why are you separating? He's your buddy. He's your safe buddy. Like when you go to Disney World on a field trip and you've got a a bus buddy and a park buddy, Truman is your buddy.
0: Yeah. Don't. But sometimes you got to chop off the third leg in a three-legged race.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All I know is that I didn't like it. But luckily Truman was like, nah, I'm gonna follow you <laughs> And he straight up followed him into the woods and he was like, I love you and love is finding the opening to the Black Lodge together.
0: I wish you said that. For real for real.
1: I wish he had said that out loud. <laughs> I wish he had been like he'd like like Cooper had walked off into the woods and he went like said to himself in a really passionate close-up, No, I love you, Agent Cooper, and love is finding the opening to the Black Lodge together and not apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to
0: spread those those butt cheeks apart when you get out of there. Oh,
1: Jesus, <laughs> oh, Who says Truman's the top?
0: I don't say that, actually. <laughs> I think that
1: Truman maybe is the just bottom. For, maybe just for a little butt lick. Just a little... Yeah. That might be nice. Yeah. I'm sure they do that for each other. They're very close. Oh,
0: they've definitely at the very least give each other a good old prostate massage.
1: I just had a thought. I was like, good friends probably give each other a butt lick when they really need it. And then I was like, would I give you a butt lick? And I was like, probably not unless it were really dire circumstances.
0: I can't think of a scenario where I would lick your butt.
1: I would lick your butt like if my Ugh. saliva had natural antibiotics in it. And your butt had some kind of like super bug <laughs> infection.
0: Thank you. That's I would like really, your butt then. That's really nice.
1: But there'd probably be a better way to apply the saliva. <laughs>
0: Unless it, unless it lose, uh, loses all of its potency if it's as off the tongue. As soon as it's off
1: the tongue, then I'd lick your butt, Meredith. Thank you so much. It wouldn't be pleasant for either one of us. <laughs> but I would do it for you. Thank in you. In the way that Truman is going to go off into danger for Cooper. Thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate that. Anyway, Cooper's wandering off in the woods. And of course, the owls are just chilling there, being sketchy and shit, doing what they do. And then Cooper sees the like the the fire pit the old fire pit in the middle of the woods surrounded by sycamore trees uh sycamore trees meredith are commonly associated with death did you know this i didn't know that thank yeah. you that's why you ever see that painting um uh starry night yeah by van gogh of course um i've seen i've eyes <laughs> it, it uh, I mean it is a very famous painting <laughs> It has a bunch of sycamore trees in it
0: Oh I didn't know that He
1: painted it when he was in a mental asylum After trying to commit suicide And the sycamore trees are representative of his relationship with death Cool So cool. it's very relevant that these sycamore trees are here Cool This is the only thing of symbolism In all of David Lynch's repertoire That I understand Cool Yeah. I don't get the Tibet stuff Yeah, I don't get the weird noir references. You don't get the Tibet stuff. I mean, he's a. I kind of get it. I mean, he's a big,
0: like Buddhist transcendental meditation. Yeah, but I
1: think there's like there's symbols that I don't see. Like this was the only one that I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like stuff that's not explained to you. Got it. There's like there's you know what did you say? There's like ten thousand word essays that people write for their doctorates about his movies and about Tim Hanks and stuff. Longer. Yeah. And they all have all these like motifs and like symbols and whatever
0: right. well that's just like also like uh a crow in all of hitchcock's movies are are representative of his of penises and and uh what yeah what yes what yes
1: no yes but crows uh, how are crows penises right and you they're think, not a think phallic about, in any way they're a bird think about
0: birds right he has a whole movie called Birds. Just penises!
1: Oh my god, they're just penises flying at you. That's the most feminist thing I've ever seen. All those penises will destroy okay. you. All right, I'm gonna write something about that. I I gotta watch Birds for horror, so yeah. maybe I'll, that's what I'll do.
0: Oh, my dad hates that
1: movie because he's afraid of birds.
0: He's yeah. He said it really scared him, but we he made us watch it when we were little, and it's it's because.
1: Why would your dad make you watch a movie that terrifies Why him? not?
0: Why not, right? Okay. All I right. watched The Wall with him too, which is even more terrifying in yeah, my opinion. fair, fair. Um, but sh- they, <clears throat> I should remember my brother and I laughing our asses off because of all the wires that you can see with the birds. Oh, fun. Because it's
1: such, you know, it's like yeah, fifty yeah, yeah, sixties. Yeah. So. 60s. I gotcha. Um, anyway, um, there's a hole with the sycamore trees. Yes. And we figured all that out. And then as Cooper's walking by, by the hole, the curtains come back. Remember yes. that? Yep. And then Truman comes out of the woods and he sees Cooper slip inside the curtains. And then the curtains and Truman melt away or the curtains and Cooper melt away. And Truman's like, no, the love of my life has gone into the Black Lodge without me. And I had a moment where I was like, are we not using this oil? Well, where's the um, oil at?
0: Question is, does the oil... If lit open the gateway to the White Lodge?
1: Maybe. Oh, interesting. Either way, it was not used in this episode. No. Even though it was mentioned. Yeah. And considering that this is it, like if there was never a reboot, it's a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. Which I'm glad there now there is a reboot. Yeah. Because I want to know what's up with the oil.
0: Yeah. Um But there but they still do wrap up the story enough that I ish. Like, yeah. Like I, I the unanswered questions for me and this are kind of like I'm okay with
1: it. Yeah, I'd say it's like 50-50. Yeah. I'm confused by 50% of it, and I feel resolved by 50% yeah. of it. So anyway, um, we're in, after Cooper slips into what we can assume is the Black Lodge, we're in the fucking hallway from his dream. We're in that, like, whatever that floor is, like, parkade, the what is chevron. that called? In chevron floor. Everything's red. We're in the motherfucking hallway the Madonna with The Madonna
0: statues at the end of the hall.
1: And then, guess who shows up? The little dude, our little man, <laughs> our little man, and he starts cutting a rug. And you know what I'm like? It. I like it. I'm into it.
0: I do love his. He's dancing. got good
1: rhythm. He's got good music. It's like the music that's playing is like sad jazz. Yeah. And then this baller ass singer shows up. Yeah. Starts singing sad jazz about sycamore trees. Yeah. The this scene was great. And I was like, and I mean, there's a strobe light. But I was thinking, like, is this, like, a speakeasy type situation? Like, can we go to this club?
0: I just, I love seeing, this is the type of stuff of David Lynch's stuff that I love. It's just, like, a weird, long musical sequence for no reason. Yeah, I really. And the singer was was
1: amazing. I was so into it. And I was, like, I was thinking it while we were watching it. I was, like, me and Meredith would 100% kill a young girl in order to get into this badass speakeasy. (laughs) Like hell yeah, it's a good what, time.
0: How it's many, Like a New York thing. How many bodies do you need? What is the price of admission? What? How, what one body. How many? Okay. Oh, one like body. the ratio?
1: Be like yeah. well, body to body. Be yeah. like one to one. Yeah. Okay. So so we. would so have, we'd to, have kill. to kill two women. Right. Okay. All right. But I mean, <laughs> how hard can that be?
0: I mean, we're or overpopulated, so yeah, I
1: mean, it's fine. fine. I yeah. mean, look at that badass speakeasy. Don't you want to <laughs> be there? Anyway. So, um, and Cooper's face in reaction to all this is pretty stoic, but also kind of crazy. And then Andy wanders into the woods and he's like, Truman, Cooper. And then Truman's like, Andy, over here. My heart is broken. (gasps) I'm so sad. Um, And then we get these, like, these... Shots of Twin Peaks in the daytime, like the the owls and the grass and the waterfall, and we get our weird music, and then time has gone by. Time yes. has gone by. How yes. much time? Ten hours. Yes. Because Truman's like, we've been waiting outside this hole for ten hours. And Truman is Truman is inconsolable. Oh yeah. And he's like, I know you lost the love of your life, and he's off in some weird place that he may never come back from. But do you want some coffee? And Truman's like, yeah. And he's like, do you want a plate special? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, do you want some breakfast? And Truman's like, do you think that will mend my broken heart? And then Andy's like, do you want some pie? And he's like, I do want some pie.
0: I think you're reading this scene wrong.
1: Okay. What do you think?
0: I think that Andy was actually cruising in the forest. (laughs) Oh looking for Dick. And he happens upon Sheriff Truman. <laughs> and then what they were just working out was what the sex stuff is that they're going to do together. Because the way, the intensity would... between these two is that they're one, not even looking at each other in the eye. And then he, so Andy's like, do you want a thermos of black coffee? Oh, and
1: then. You're right. What does that
0: mean? And then Truman pauses for a second. It's just looking off in the distance and takes a deep breath and goes, Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then,
0: I, do you want a plate special? I'm like, How sexual does it. What is, does, a plate what is it? Do you want a plate special? <sighs> yeah. Oh,
1: my God. I was reading it that he was sad that Cooper was gone, but you might be right. <laughs>
0: I mean, like, or just like that Sheriff Truman has cruised there before with Cooper before. So, like, he knows the lingo, you know, Uh, he's like pausing and thinking. But then what we're doing
1: is we're taking like 90s gay culture and attaching it to like Andy, who's not. I don't know. I mean, he said some pretty. Did you hear about the plate special, Caitlin? I do have to say that the (laughs) the black thermos of coffee, or thermos of black coffee, I do have to say that that is pretty convincing. Exactly. (laughs) I
0: was just, and the intent, I've never heard any intensity come out of Andy quite like that. I was just like, they're definitely about to fuck. Like, yeah. I'm I'm sorry.
1: No, it's okay. I'm not. Totally sold on it just based on the emotional turmoil that I know Cooper is going through. Or Truman. Truman. All right. They're the same human. All right. They're two halves of the same heart. Oh, Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Truman to Truman. Anyway. Um, This is
0: another... Can you, can you give an old girl to this girl?
1: Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Oh, girl.
0: So Audrey walks in to the Twin Peak Savings and Loan. And uh, Dell, I guess, is the uh, 95-year-old bank manager or, wow. or of some kind. Wow. Dell. Dell. What are you all about? Giant gla- cataracts glasses just what
1: is he all about I am
0: unsure I am also unsure <laughs> but he seems to know Audrey well he's happy that she's there and sh- but she's come to protest the financial support of the Ghostwood estates and she wants t- him to call the newspapers call the government Call everybody. I am staying here until a goddamn town hall meeting is held to debate the environmental impact of the ghostwood estates and development. Mm. God damn it, Audrey so, has
1: purpose.
0: Yeah, she's got purpose, but also like she's really just doing the bidding of a of a of her daddy, daddy horny, who
1: arguably is dead.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so an old girl, huh? I mean, an old girl got you in this, oh, a, I mean, a guy, guy, a man,
1: oh, your girl. daddy, your daddy got you into who, this. Who once had a boner for you. Once had a <laughs> b- <laughs> Exactly. Oh, girl. Uh, and so she's
0: chained up and, you know, Doll's not calling the newspapers, but guess who walks in? Andrew Packard and Pete Martell. They have that safety deposit box key. And they want to get in. And Dell's reaction made me think when he saw Andrew Backard. I had the same thought. I wrote it down. I had the same thought. Please continue. I was like, well, clearly he's surprised that he's alive, but it's like, no big deal.
1: He's not that surprised. <laughs> no. I wrote, are we satisfied with this?
0: That's a, yes, I was thinking that because I was just like,
1: wait, what? Because remember all those discussions we had where it was like Andrew Packard's getting around town with his really terrible disguise. Nobody has noticed he's doing business and nobody's like, hey, aren't you dead? And finally, we have a moment where it's like, hey, are you supposed to be dead? Yes, but I'm not. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dear. I mean, though, of all people... Dell's 95. He would probably bl- 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 believe anything. Throughout
1: this entire scene, I thought that man was going to die of a heart attack. Well,
0: I love, this is the other thing, another great thing. This, this, the, w- the pregnant pauses of this episode. Oh,
1: the way this is shot is so, is so fun.
0: And th- this particular scene, they just really fucking let Dell walk. All over that goddamn bank at like, <laughs> like, a, at a snail's pace. I never cut the scene away. And I loved I know.
1: it. I really liked it too.
0: So, so Audrey's chained to the vault. So, but she just gets pushed aside.
1: She's, She's just, like, I'll open the door for
0: you. Yeah. So she just steps aside, lets uh, Pete and Andrew and Dell walk in. Uh, Dell helps them with uh, put the key into the box that the key's assigned to.
1: Wait, I have to say something before we continue. Yes. dell has got those big-ass glasses on, right? Right, he cataracts glasses, yeah. And then he takes the safety deposit key from Andrew Packard, and then he gets out a a magnifying glass (laughs) to look through his big-ass glasses into the magnifying glass (laughs) at this key. To see the number on the key. yeah, He's got quadruple magnified vision.
0: <laughs> you know, good zoom lens. I guess
1: so. I just was like, is that necessary? Sure. Why not? Could you imagine the damage he could do to ants with all that equipment?
0: <laughs> yeah, he would kill a whole colony in about two he minutes. burn a hole into that bank. Yeah, he... I'm damn well sure he could probably get get, get Audrey Horn's uh, chain broken. He could probably bust them chains. <laughs> bust them <laughs> chains. Um, so he walks away, steps away, walks back into the main area of the branch. And as soon as he leaves, Andrew's like, let's see what's in this goddamn box. Let's see what's in this thing.
1: Jesus Surprise, Christ, Meredith! <laughs> it was a bomb. You just busted out my eardrum. It was a bomb. Ow! Sorry, I what? really wanted to scare you. What? I can't hear you. I wanted to scare what? you. What? Are I I s- you talking? Did I scare you? I see your lips moving, but I can't hear you. Do you remember when I gave you a boner? I can't hear anything because
0: I'm gonna fart my- so bad in a minute. Oh, please don't fart.
1: See, you did hear me. <laughs> you did um, hear me. So All I, I had to do was say fart and you Let's talk hear me about again. Let's talk about the negatives
0: of this scene. Okay, so many things are of consequence because Maybe Audrey's dead. Maybe Audrey's dead. Pete's, Pete's definitely, definitely dead. Yeah, Pete's dead.
1: We loved Pete. Thank he's, God. Aaron, thank God Andrew's dead. Andrew's dead. Maybe we'll never know. I t- Because every time we see a man who kind of looks like him in a pair of glasses, we're gonna be like, We've been duped before. (laughs) Um and Pete's never gonna see those rainbow trout again. (laughs) He's never gonna be able to hang out with Catherine. I think that's okay. He's never gonna play another game of chess.
0: Pete. Yeah. We miss you. Yeah. We
1: miss you, Pete.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sad about it.
0: I am I, I really I I built a spin off show around Pete. I'm really sad. I know. There was, but also Audrey could be dead.
1: And I think that's highly likely. I'm also likely. sad about that. I'm also sad about that. But she's
0: but she's in the reboot, so maybe. So here's my theory: it's is that she's crippled, and a weird twist of familial fate, she's crippled, like, <laughs> what like. a weird twist of
1: familial fate.
0: <laughs> she becomes paralyzed, like uh, like Donna's uh, Donna Hayward's mother, and then she. But also, Audrey can do anything. So in this next series, when it comes out later right. in May, right. show time uh right she's gonna be able to like walk because she invented new legs or she just got prosthetics
1: yeah or like no Oscar like, or like
0: she's just like a baller yeah
1: yeah well she has everything now that her dad is dead truth or and she's
0: gonna run it so fucking successfully because she's not gonna be dealing with like
1: bullshit illegal shit my theory is that she's a ghost like now is a ghost or was always a ghost? No, I mean in the <laughs> reboot, I think she's going to be a ghost oh. in the way that Laura Palmer is a ghost. Okay. Cause she did cause she got blown okay. up okay. one positive of yes. this scene. Yes. There is money just blowing all over the <laughs> place. <laughs> Somebody's yeah, making a whole bunch there. of money. I know. But mm-hmm. I, whenever I see that, I'm always like, I would grab so much money out of the air. It's like you're in one great big giant tube where they pump the money in it, you know, that they do on game shows. Oh my God, air yeah, tunnel—that's my dream. <laughs> it's everyone's dream. That's why it's a prize.
0: <laughs> I would love. I would love that. Can we? We have to get like a hundred dollars in dollar bills one time and just throw it at parties. Can we please do that?
1: <laughs> yeah, we can also just get fake 100 hundred dollar bills,
0: but a hundred dollars worth of ones.
1: You want to turn our apartment into a strip club. You want to turn our apartment into a strip club. I'm not, I can't say not surprised. <laughs> Gotta say not surprised. Also, sure. Sounds- sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, I'll bet we can it just find sounds really fun. <laughs> I'll bet we can find strippers on Craigslist. There's an ATM across the street. <laughs> this is an instant party.
0: All right, cool. Cool. I'll, I'll call you after this. Done. Uh, Next, uh we are at the Double R Diner real quick. And Major Briggs is there with his wife and they're like making out in this yeah, like uh, about the, to bang. In, in the diner booth. And then also Bobby and Shelly are being lovey-dovey and I guess like oh, everything's so fine with weird. them, I guess. I I didn't really ever sense that that was resolved, but I guess it is. Oh, and then Bobby says that they should get married. And of course. Shelly's like, Shelly's like, uh, I can't. Leo, duh. I'm still I'm married. Still married
1: to a murderer. Bobby. And then
0: Bobby's like, don't worry about that. He's having the best time in the woods right now. Like, we can do whatever we want. It's
1: fine. Weird.
0: Well, this is this is where the scene gets even weirder. Is Sarah Palmer looking? Her goddamn best.
1: Yeah, she looks great. She her look hair is on point. Makeup outfit. Makeup outfit. whole all thing. Of it. She it looks all amazing. looks so good.
0: Comes into the double R diner with Dr. Jacoby looking like a doctor or a pimp vampire or like <laughs> some sort of like. <laughs> right?
1: He does. He always dressed weird, but specifically this time. He looks
0: like the doctor. Like he looks like the doctor. Like he yeah. could be the doctor or yeah. he just looks like or a pimp, vampire. A pimp, I pimp vampire. vampire. I don't know. It's bizarre. A vampire. And pimp. so. He they walk in, and Sarah's like, I have a message for you, Major Briggs. And she starts heavily breathing. And in and in when Wynd- I'm wondering if they're speaking telepathically or if they're actually speaking. Okay, I don't know for some reason, I feel like they were speaking telepathically to each other, but anyway, she speaks, starts breathing heavily. And then, uh, in Wyndham's or she says in Wyndham Earl's voice that, uh, I'm in the Black Lodge with Dale Cooper. To, so she says that to Major Break. So she's being like
1: channeling
0: that whole right. action. So the rest of this scene, the rest of this episode, is, uh, takes place entirely in the Black Lodge.
1: Mo- yeah, except for like the last
0: minute, and except for the last minute. But um, so we never see Major Briggs. So like all of these kind of like people that were surrounding the Black Lodge, nobody nobody's there so the rest of the story is really just about cooper being in the black lodge which is fair enough yeah um but yeah i'm i'm you know there's a lot of that kind of moving parts about like people who knew of of or about the black lodge and they kind of didn't get there so i'm wondering yeah like a a a congress of black lodge attendants i would love to like
1: see that. Like a support group? Yeah. Hi, my name is Major Briggs. I have been to the Black Lodge. Two times now. Hi, my name is Log Lady. I've been to the Black Lodge.
0: Yeah, or like I, uh, my husband is a victim of Black Lodge death. Um, um and I,
1: I just, and I'm just here for the, for the free coffee yeah, <laughs> and donuts. And I thought maybe, and, you know, my log might have something to say. My, you know, I just thought we could, I'm just going to eat all the donuts. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Oh, all right. I'm just... God. Well, like can donuts. you bring
0: extras next time, Logan? Is there anywhere
1: that there's free food that I can I'm, stock up on? I'm going to eat I'm, all of it. Okay. Got it. So, speaking of the Black Lodge,
0: what now, happens there? All right. I'm going to basically... I, I don't know how I can... There's a lot. There's, there's a, lot a lot that happens. There's a lot.
1: Just do it. So... Just run through it. Do a marathon. Just like pow, 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 pow. We're in the back. We're in the Black Lodge,
0: and our little man, our dwarf, is speaking to Cooper. uh, He's saying that he's and everyone in the Black Lodge except for Cooper has a distorted, like they're being put through computer voice. Yeah, or like they, yeah, or like they're being like slowed periodically on like a play on like an eight track or something. Like it's just like a weird scratchy tape sound, and he says that he had been waiting for agent Cooper and he tells Cooper that, that where they currently are in the black lodge is the waiting room. Um, and then the next time you see him like see, you know, speaking about himself mm-hmm. that, uh, that it won't be him any longer. Mm-hmm. And that also some of his friends are also in the black lodge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we get basically just a series of individuals that, have all been kind of of consequence to the Black Lodge in some way or have had some sort of bad occurrence with it or are dead, um, come and visit Cooper. And first, walk, Laura wa- Laura Palmer walks in, says yeah. hello. And obviously, too, Laura and the, and the dwarf were the first figures he saw in mm-hmm. the Black Lodge in his dream. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that it starts here in this scene uh she she walks in, she says hello, she snaps her fingers. you know that everyone kind of has a weird beat it's mm-hmm. like everyone in this in this entire sequence has a weird beat to them, and then he she says uh he will see him again in twenty five years and then just disappears.
1: is this twenty five years later this reboot? oh, like maybe it was on purpose
0: oh no, it's more than that i don't what? Is it? it is. That's insane. Wow. Oh, like 92. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Mind blown. Whoa. 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 All right.
1: Oh, it was planned all along. <laughs> That's pretty
0: crazy. Well, I, I guess that makes it makes sense why there was pressure to do it now. Now. That's yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even if they didn't do it. So and then um, and then also like of the more friends that come in the old man room service attendant that that was yeah. there that brought him the milk when he was shot um he repeats coffee many times and like he's about to get coffee oh, for dee- cooper dee- yeah dee- yeah exactly dee- like that dee- uh,
1: uh, and then the giant dee- comes in I've been practicing
0: you did great and then the giant comes in and he says one and the same and that's it yeah and then the dwarf starts rubbing his fingers together. Cooper gets that cup of coffee, starts spinning the cup, takes a sip, then realizes it's a solid, and then it's coffee again, and then it's a molasses of some kind. Mm-hmm. And then dwar- then the dwarf looks at Cooper and says, wow, Bob, wow, like screams it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he starts saying, fire, walk with me. Mm-hmm. And of course, again, this is all like in this weird distorted voice, so it, it definitely gives it a weird eeriness that when it starts oh
1: this whole thing is soups creepy it's all soups
0: creepy but then when they're saying kind of like uh, dis like uh just like not distorted distorted or like disfigured or dismembered com like words and sentences that don't match it just doesn't it makes even less sense right so but it but it creates an atmosphere rather than necessarily like you know it serving a, a A specific purpose, purpose, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, then he says, "Fire walks with me and then the room goes totally dark and the strobe lights start going again and Cooper stands up and he's all uh, disoriented and then he just walks back into the robed hallway. He leaves the room and he sees the Madonna statue again and then walks right back and then he walks into another room down the hall and it's the same room. I don't know if that's
1: a Madonna statue.
0: Or it's like the Venus de Milo or whatever, the arms chopped off. Right. I don't know. I don't know.
1: No, I just the Madonna would be clothed. I don't. I don't and know this the difference. One's
0: not. I don't know anything about about art history or statues or anything. I just, okay. I just know that's like a figure. I
1: just. I didn't occur to me until just now. I was like, ah. Look it up. Naked and, lady. Yeah, naked lady,
0: half clothed. I don't know. Whatever it is. Right. And then so she, um, and then so basically he starts walking down the hall back and forth through the, to these two different rooms. Like they're different entrances, but they're essentially the same room Mm -hmm. with some differences going on inside. So, uh, he walks back into the original room he was in and the dwarf is back there and he tells Cooper the wrong way. And then Cooper walks back into the other room and then the dwarf starts dancing again in that room. And he starts laughing and kind of going coming kind of maniacal. And then he says to Cooper, another friend is here, and Maddie walks in, and then tells uh, and then tells Cooper to watch out for her cousin. Uh, to to Cooper, mm-hmm. and then Cooper leaves again. He walks back to the other room, and then the room is empty this time. Instead of uh, the dwarf who said to turn around the wrong way. And Cooper walks in further into the room and looks down, and he can see the dwarf dancing. It's almost like he's smaller than he normally was. I don't know. Um, And then he tells him doppelganger, which is... This is where it turns. So he tells him doppelkinger, and then Laura appears, and both Laura, who appears, and the the dwarf have white eyes. So it seems that... uh, this point uh every kind of figure in the black lodge that that cooper interacts with is either some is a a doppelganger of what is not their true self um and have more malicious intent and he um the lights go off again and the strobe lights start and Laura starts screaming at the top of her lungs like just freaking out. Dude, she's got a good scream. Oh, she does have a great that scream. That is a intense scream. And the like no, like in her whole the, the like the way her neck vibrates and her Man, eyes pop out of her head. Yeah, it was bananas. Yeah, she's great. And then Cooper is really disoriented in this scene because we have like a screaming and like the strobe lights are flashing and he can't really see anything. And then all of a sudden you see a flash in between the screaming of the dwarf and Laura, you see a flash of Wyndham Earl. Yeah. And he kind of comes at Cooper and kind of seems to attack him in some way. Cooper immediately real recognizes that it was him and, and follows Wyndham Earl out, out of the room and goes back into the other room from where he came. Mm-hmm. And, but when he walks into the room, he realizes he's been trailing blood and he thinks he's, st- and he thinks he's stabbed. Right. Um, and he's like, then he's like, oh, okay. And then he decides to walk back again to the other, back to the room again. And then he walks in and he sees a Caroline and Cooper lying dead on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like himself. Himself yeah. lying down on the floor. And then he looks again and it's not Caroline any longer. It's Annie. Right. And he and, I and Annie are laying dead on the floor. And then Cooper leaves that room again. And he walks back into an, the other room, and he realizes that he's healed, and then it's all—he's fine. He's not stabbed any longer. He's not bleeding, and then he sees Annie in front of him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she's standing, and she introduces herself to Cooper, says that she's Annie, and then he tells she tells him that he saw the fa- She saw the face of the man who killed her, and it was her husband, and then she changes to Caroline again. Mm-hmm. And then back to Annie. And then to Laura, who starts screaming, and then and then, Wy- and then Wyndham Earl. Yeah. So like th- her face just changes into all of these people. And then finally we have a face-to-face with Laura, with Wyndham Earl and Cooper. Yeah. And I was thinking too Wyndham Earl was gonna be like his will, real Wyndham Earl here, but no, he's also has the same like Black Lodge voice thing going on, like he's. Oh, I see you Like it's not I a normal. Because like right. he
1: walked in there in the same way that Cooper did,
0: right? So that's what I was thinking. Right. But right, no, right, he's right, like right. immediately like he's been
1: black logitized. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, and Annie appears next to them, so it's the three of them, which is kind of. I was like, that's sort of my sweeping proclamation. <laughs> is it three of And they, um, they all looked dazed and confused. And she appeared, apparently, especially because kind of when he, when Wyndham Earl lured her there and got her near enough the lodge, she kind of seemed hypnotized when she walked in. And and she still kind of seemed like that in this scene. And then Wyndham Earl tells Cooper that he can, he, if he gives Wyndham Earl his soul, then he will let Annie live. And Cooper's like, no probs. You can take it. I'll let, I would rather Annie lived. Uh, and so Co- Wyndham Earl wastes no time and stabs Cooper in the stomach or in the chest or ho- whoever. but the whole room then erupts in flames and Bob appears Yeah. in the room. So it's window. Everyone's, everyone's still in the room and then Bob appears and he starts basically just like harassing Wyndham Earl uh, and yelling at him and calling him a piece of garbage. And Wyndham Earl is screaming and losing control, kind of like Laura had been in this scene. And then he tells – and Bob tells Wyndham Earl to be quiet. And he says that, you know, uh, that Cooper can leave because Wyndham Earl actually is wrong – that he has no right to ask for Cooper's soul. He doesn't yeah. have that kind of power here.
1: I kind of liked this. Yeah Bob's, yeah.
0: Bob's like, I'm the only one who can ask yeah, for his soul. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, what makes you think you can roll up into my
0: house and take all my things? Exactly. Yeah. And so he, and then he tells, but he's like, but I will be taking Wyndham Earl's soul, no question. Now, sure. he Especially, he like, he's pretty much uh, has agreed, he seems to want to be here. For right. one. For one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a bad person. Yeah. So I'm going so to take fits his right soul. In. Yeah. That's right in. I'm going to take his soul. And so Wyndham's Earl head kind of erupts in fire and,
1: <laughs> and bought, like. Which. Looked like he was farting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was
0: like a weird fast-forwarded scene, too. Like, right. it would, may have actually been, like, an actual practical effect. Like, a, just a right behind him somehow, a pyrotechnic. And it just... But it was fast-forwarded, so it looked really exaggerated. Right. It's cool. It is cool. And then he... And then Bob begins to, like, laugh maniacally. Mm-hmm. Once he's basically taken Wyndham's soul and Wyndham Earl's body's like, just an empty vessel sitting there. And... Cooper walks out of the room. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to take this as my opportunity to leave. But from behind, Coop, behind Bob and Wyndham Earl and there's a, you know, the whole room's curtains. So behind, behind them, behind the curtains, Cooper's doppelganger appears. Yeah. And he's just as, like, maniacal and, like, malicious as all the other doppelgangers in this place. And so he starts chasing Cooper. And um, he see, Cooper first sees Leland Palmer in the hallway. He doesn't see the doppelganger yet. And Leland is, you know, being weird. Right. Uh, and then Cooper walk, keeps heading towards the other room and sees out of the corner that the doppelganger is coming out. And he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here now. Yeah. And so he starts running. He starts running. He starts running through all the same various rooms that essentially look the same. And it... Seems like the doppelganger actually catches up to Cooper. He starts grabbing him and kind of pulling him on the the shoulders and next neck to to slow him down and catch him. Uh, and then we get a Bob that comes into the scene. Uh, I mean, we we don't see what happens between Cooper and the doppelganger, but then all of a sudden we see Bob in frame in the center of the of the of the of the screen of our screen, and he just starts laughing and um and just you know basically. Looking giddy, uh, mm-hmm. and then next we know is we're at back in the forest, and Annie and Cooper are lying on the ground, right in the center of the sycamore trees, and they're all bloody and beat up. Yeah, but they've returned. They've gone back. They've to returned reality. to reality, and and Truman's there, to, of course, to help them. Yeah. So, the last bit we get from this episode. So, so that's basically what we. Ascertain from the Black Lodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff, but of course, there's mysteries involved with it. So we, you know, I'm gonna, you know, Wyndham Earl's done. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's sucked up into the heavens. I'm glad he's gone. Uh, but you know, so anyway, so Cooper. The next thing we the next thing we see is Cooper is in his bed at the Great Northern Hotel, and he's being care- uh, cared for. Uh, Truman's there and Doc Hayward and he asks where Annie is and says that he needs he's like where where's where's Annie is she okay where's mm-hmm. Annie mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: and then he just immediately gets up and says I need to brush my teeth now Ooh. and they're kind of like raising their eyebrows at him they seem suspicious of him mm-hmm. and Cooper's like He makes it, you know, he starts walking and he keeps saying it and he makes it in the bathroom and he actually starts brushing his teeth, which I thought was interesting. And but then he starts just squeezing it all out into the the toothpaste, into the into the sink. And Cooper's looking at himself in the mirror. And then he smashes his head in. And who do we see reflected back is Bob.
1: Bob. This was a cool effect too. Because as soon as he smashed his head into the mirror, it changed. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. And then he just starts repeating to himself. How's "How's Annie? Annie?" How's Annie? It is a crazy ass voice. And that's it. The end. That's the whole show. The end. It's over. It's the end of it. The end. There's no more. There's no more. So...
0: I loved, I mean, first of all, like, the thing is, is, like, I didn't need to see any more about Cooper from then on. Like, I got it. Like, I was, like, I can see this journey. He's, he's Leland Palmer. Like, I don't need to see any more. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of was, like, I don't need it. I mean, of course, like, a, a story background would be interesting. But I felt like that was resolved enough
1: for me. You don't, You meaning you don't know where the reboot is going to go? Well... In the Black Lodge,
0: Annie says that she saw the face of the man who's going to kill her.
1: And it's her husband? And it's her husband. Oh, so that's maybe where it goes. I think that has... Okay, we should have a whole episode that's about theories. Yes. 100%. Okay. Especially after this... Uh, episode, right. but I think that might have something to do with the fact this whole concept of doppelganger because I think her and Carolyn are doppelgangers. Yes, in the way that Madeline and Laura are doppelgangers.
0: Yes, yeah. Or, but I mean, so so he could be end up killing his daughter.
1: Maybe we'll see. Right? Yeah. Um. I yeah. I don't want to get too much into ideas because I think we can say this for right. another round. But um. Yeah. Maybe we should have a speculative sesh. Yeah. Um how do you feel about all this being over? I Are you sad? I'm totally sad. I
0: just went into it earlier this episode about how I'm like, what am I what are we mm-hmm. gonna do when this is over? Over.
1: What do you think uh Agent Cooper was typing into his calculator this episode? Ooh. Hooey Oh I don't know. Me neither. Firewalk with me, I assume. Yeah. Or like his last will and testament. His last will and testament is 100% <laughs> what he was typing into his calculator.
0: You are correct. <laughs> like he just has a sneaking suspicion he's going to die soon. He might as well.
1: Favorite minor character. Oh,
0: God. Del.
1: Dell Again, hands down. Definitely Del. He was amazing. He got it a
0: lot. He was amazing.
1: <laughs> or in second place, Doc Hayward.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was great as well.
1: <laughs> Sweeping proclamation. Oh Jesus! Well,
0: I mean, I I'm gonna guess Cooper's gonna kill Annie
1: in the reboot. Well, is Heather Graham in the reboot? It doesn't
0: matter if she's in it or not. Like we could have a dead body.
1: True. So, I think that Audrey's dead, and she comes back as a ghost. <laughs> <Yes>. The ghost. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. Um, Where's Bob? We know where Bob is. Yeah. We know where Bob he's is. He's
0: right in the center of the Ghostwood Forest.
1: He's in Cooper. He's and yes, he's in Cooper. He's in Cooper. He's in that mirror. Yeah. We got him. We trapped <sighs> him in a vessel. We got him, you guys. We trapped him. <laughs> um. I really liked it. I, this was
0: really fun to do this with you, Caitlin.
1: No, this was really fun to do this with you. It's not over. I know. It's not over.
0: I know, but it feels a little over for right now. It does
1: feel a little over.
0: <laughs> it feels over right now. But in
1: case you guys are wondering, we're not going to leave you without. Okay. I know this is the last episode and that um, the season premiere doesn't come out for another month. Yeah, we got stuff we're going to put out But we've in the got meantime, outtakes. Y'all. We've got... Theory discussions. Yes. We've got fanfic. So get excited because we're not going to abandon you. No. Uh, Because, again, what else do we do with our lives? (laughs) Existential question. Who knows? It's
0: a great question. Uh, Okay. Remember to rate and subscribe, you guys, please. Please.
1: Do that on the iTunes.
0: Uh, And... Uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TWBD podcast uh, on Instagram and Twitter at twpd podcast and email us your feelings at TWBD podcast at gmail.com
1: or alternately you can go onto our website. There will be drinking Um and you can sign up for our mailing list.
0: Yeah. And there's so there's many, so fun much there's, things blogs on there. There. there's photos,
1: there's cocktails or all so of the much. recipes. It's a whole community. <laughs> it's a, it is. It Community is. of two. Community of two. <laughs> and, uh, and we're looking out for those uh, for those uh, reviews that you're giving Please. us on iTunes. Yes. So that we can do silly things for you. Yeah. yeah. All uh, right. What yeah. Anything else, Mayor? I think
0: I think I would like to say um, that everyone should have a damn good cup of coffee and pie up your life.
1: And pie up that life. Yeah. Pie it up. Bye. Bye.